This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the second course of The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We've been uh, tooling around with this for years and years and years and just have a great time with it every day. We don't even miss uh, the weekends. When we first started, it was uh, Monday through Friday. That's just now, now here we are all this extra time. And great to be here with you, particularly if uh, you have had anything good to uh, good to eat in recent times, yesterday, you know, earlier this morning, you know, stuff like that. Uh, call and tell us about it. It can also be something very complicated that you really loved and you think other people would like it, too, so you're going to share it with them. Great idea. We'd be happy to help you out with that uh, all the way through. And uh, here's the way we do it mainly, 26063. 68260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. And I have answered one of the questions from the uh, first hour of our program here. And I wasn't even expecting this to uh, to pop up here. It just happened to uh, get in our space uh, without my even having to look for it. Um, the uh, this is, well, is here. This won't take long. I, I just want to say that it's here. The birthday in 1921 today of singer Mario Lanza. Mm -hmm. Now you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a few more things about him here, too. He uh, he uh, did that movie I told you about, The Great Caruso. Uh, His best-known movie was The Great Caruso, but uh, uh, his second most favored was The Toast of New Orleans. Mm, so, I see. Okay, see, so there so you go. A New oh. Orleans connection. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure. Timely, yeah. are you there? Hello. Yeah. Hey. Hello there. So you guys are getting close, huh? Close to being here in New Orleans? We are. Yep, we're in um, San Marcos, Texas right now. Oh, so you're coming back. Oh, Tom, they're coming back from... Uh, from San Marcos? Yeah, they're they're coming back from the Big Ben. Oh, you, you yeah. went. You're, you're coming back from Big Ben, right? Yes. Okay. What'd you think of that? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Okay, it's yeah. remote. Is it still remote? Because it's been a long time since we've you, been there. You don't get no more remote than that place does. That's in the yeah, middle was, of far. Oh man, so far. Um, <laughs> it is so far to get there. But it's all beautiful. And it's apparently bigger than the size of Rhode Island. Yeah. The whole park. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big, big national park. Yeah, it's like 100 miles from the entrance down to the the bottom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, did you make it to any of the, the barbecue places we were talking about? We so, tried to go to the Gage Hotel, and that was closed. No, oh, no. Oh, too bad. Uh, they they had a great restaurant in there. Well, what was yeah, closed? The hotel was really closed or the restaurant was closed? No, just the restaurant. The restaurant doesn't open until dinner because it's a very, I mean, it's a nice restaurant. And the, it's a the gourmet place. Actually, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, we walked around the hotel and stuff, but 
Um, we were there way too early for dinner, unfortunately. You guys are not having a lot of luck hitting those times of places that we recommend. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not your fault. Well, we tried to. I was really excited about that barbecue place in Terlingua. Yeah. And they're closed Monday, uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Aww. <laughs> so you did before. find it. It looks like a cave. It, it's kind of like a cave. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, it was yeah. very... Um, did you go saw, hiking? Yeah, everything, but... We did, and Tim Tim can tell you about our our other adventure. Uh oh. <laughs> what adventure? Oh, the motorcycle adventure. It's not a bad one. Oh, okay, good. Oh uh, well, yeah, we rode around the park for three hours. I mean, that's the longest we've ever been on the bike. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And um, we almost hit two javelinas, which is cool. It oh, the javelina! Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't hit them, but we almost, we had a slam on the brakes, and it yeah. was kind of scary. A javelina is a um, wild pig, folks, that likes to eat fruit off of those cactus trees. Yeah, yeah they, they were, were interesting. Yeah. They're very Never cool. Never seen one before. That was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, so what was the park like? I mean, was it busy at all? No. Yeah. Okay. Definitely not busy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we saw just a couple people basically everywhere we, anywhere we went. There were just a couple cars and all that. Um, so I guess the busiest time is like around March. But I mean, it was beautiful. We went to the um, like the window trail and we well, did. That's the a toughie. Canyon. The windows uh, trail. You go down first and then you come back up late in the evening, and it's enough to fill your day pretty much. Yeah, we definitely, we didn't go, like, all the way. We did a pretty, um, we did some of it, but it was pretty. What we did do was pretty, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. All right, so when last we spoke, you were in Tucson. Did you make it to downtown Tucson? Yes, I love Tucson. Isn't that a great spot? Yeah, I love it. There's something about it. I kept giving, I only got mad. Well, uh, like hippies money. Can I can I tell you one thing that kind of tripped up uh, uh, un- with some unusualness? I, w- I would say, uh, my daughter was uh, and Mary Mary Lee's too. Uh, we uh, they were leaning towards getting married. <laughs> and that that whole thing was <laughs> cursed from the beginning. But anyway, go ahead, Tom. And uh, <laughs> they. Uh, what you're, you're saying, like I, I shouldn't finish off. No, 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 good. You can finish. It's well, anyway, it's kind um, of part of the whole story. And, yeah. and anyhow, uh, she, he uh, was going to present the wedding ring. No, no, he was going to ask for ask for your her hand. Ha- your in, yes, in uh-huh. wedding. yes, yes, your approval. And yes. that's right. Uh-huh. So uh, the deal was, this would happen to us in Tucson. <laughs> It's we were on. We were on. we were on board the uh, not, not Sunset you, Limited. <laughs> the, well, you know, I was the dad of. You know, the dad figures in on the oh, uh, gosh, when your yes. daughter wants to get married. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're in. Uh, we're in Tucson. Actually, nobody else was in Tucson except me. And well, and you the, actually weren't in Tucson. You were supposed to be in Tucson, but the train was late. <laughs> the train was was late, so we blew oh, it off. And so then we also had... Um, Imagine that, Emily, huh? They, but this... for I don't know whether that's the reason why the wedding didn't happen, but it didn't happen. Uh, and uh, now, you know, I 
when I think of <laughs> Tucson, I don't think of. But it's a cute little town right in the middle of the, the city. It even has a streetcar, believe it or not. And uh, it's right next to the railroad track, so you can get off the Amtrak train and, you know, look around a little bit and eat on board. Yeah, where did you all find to eat there? Where'd you go? On the train and right, also a I bunch of little places uh, in the town itself, lots of them. Where'd you all wind up eating? Where I just told you. <laughs> Emily, what was it I'm called? sorry. It's called, um, it was It was exactly like you're saying, just a little spot um, kind of down like in the heart of this town. Yeah, it was um, called Boca Tacos, and it was seriously the best tacos we've ever had. Oh, Tim, did you get so your good. fried avocado? No, I, they didn't have that, but... I had like a mushroom taco. It was the best thing I've ever had in my life. I don't, oh, really? It, yeah, they were just really good. Great, great. I think Linda yeah. Ronstadt, the singer, who's now in her 60s, maybe 70s, uh, has a place down there somewhere, and I don't know what the name of it is. But she's a hometown girl from Tucson. But I'm glad you found it because that's such... It was such... like a gemstone convention in Tucson. Oh, yeah, there there's like... always something I don't know. There's... Like all the hip, the traveling hippies were, there, were out, like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's and they true. Were, they were uh, and Tim loved on the streets, and I kept giving him money, and Emily got really mad. She was like, "I, I gotta stop giving money." I was out. like, "They're like they're fine. They chose to be here. It's not like they're homeless. Like they're just hanging out. <laughs> like they're okay. You don't need to give them money." It was. Uh, uh, it was it, an interesting it, town. It is a, a really interesting town. It really, really is. Okay, so then you went to El Paso. Which how was that? No, we didn't go. We were going to go. We just drove past it because we wanted to go to um, Las Cruces, New uh-huh. Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So we did that instead of El Paso, basically. Uh-huh. A um, little disappointed in Las Cruces. I, I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Oh, you have? Really? Yeah, that's in uh, huh. San Antonio. No, uh, in, uh, excuse me. New Mexico. Mi- New Ni- Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah. Um El Paso is just a gigantic city, and um, I don't. I haven't been to Las Cruces in a long time. But that whole stretch between, if you try to make it from Tucson to San Antonio, you're talking ten hours, probably thirty in the toaster. Oh yeah, it's been a driving, uh, a driving yeah, kind of couple weeks. We went to Marfa, Texas. Oh, you did. I was going to ask you if you were going there. Yeah, that was neat. Um, Weird. Kind of, it's it's got that random Prada store in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> Did you see the lights? Yeah. No, because it was in the day. Oh, well, that's too bad. You should. Whole trip has been bad timing. It's like we're there, but we're just not. Because you want to do everything in the world, Emily. Wait, no, what? But I love everything in the world. I do everything. <laughs> we stop and smell the roses. Anyway. These two have been in the toaster a little too long. I'm glad you're staying here for a week. Hmm. Yeah, boy, that's never happened with you or me. Yeah. All right. So yeah. now, have you now that you're uh, you're going to be getting into out of West Texas, which is not civilization, and into Eastern Texas, which is civilization? Um, when do you anticipate getting to Houston? Houston will be next week. At well, it's some either going to be Houston or Dallas instead. Oh, is that right? So, oh, okay. Well, Emily's boss lives in Dallas, and she, her boss wanted to see her, and I was like, I think we should go uh-huh. instead of Houston, okay. you know? And 
I'm trying to convince her because we have more friends in Dallas, but we're debating that. But after Dallas or Houston is when we're going to go to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, are you not passing through Austin at all? I'm surprised you're. We're going there tomorrow. Oh, you are. Oh, okay. Okay. So we have friends in San Marcos. That's why we're here, and we're going to hang with them tonight. Go to Austin tomorrow, and then make our way somewhere. Uh huh. Okay. Well, let's see. I would try to throw out some places for you to go, but you're not going to go. So <laughs> I'll tell you what's interesting, though, is Franklin Barbecue. I'm sure you've heard of it, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. actually. I have you. You uh, have? You have? have. Franklin Barbecue is this place on sort of the outskirts of Austin where it's the most absurd thing. You go stand in line from like 9 o'clock to when they <laughs> open 11 or 11.30 and it's become sort of this this thing where you meet people in line and you're, you're just waiting to eat barbecue and the barbecue is great it's fine but it's not worth the, the wait in line but the, the wait in line is sort of an interesting experience in and of itself you know huh. Okay. anyway um, it's, uh, I'm sure you'll find plenty of other interesting things to do in Austin you have to go to South Congress Street of course and go to the boot store. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. and that is oh, that is also I know which one of you has the Yeti cooler. Who's got the Yeti? That's cooler? No, that's one. Yeah, okay. Juan you know what? The, the yeah. original Yeti store is on Congress in Austin. Which really? Is, yeah, the original. So you can now go I'm gonna see, have to get him something. You can see all the ridiculously overpriced. Um, things yeah i'm anti-yeti <laughs> well, well you can see where it all began where the yeti phenom all began anyway um interesting. you're interested in hearing about your austin trip but don't forget touch torchy's tacos somewhere in there okay get your fried avocado fix yeah sounds good i want to make sure that happens for you tim <laughs> okay thank you we aims to please here Anyway, so you're arriving in New Orleans sometime next week, latter part of next week? Yeah, that's what we're thinking. Well, right now we're trying to debate if we want to do that, which makes sense, or loop around Florida first and then come back for Mardi Gras. I was about so to say, you should right definitely is, come to Mardi Gras. I mean, you've been, Emily. Have you been? Has Tim been? I've never been, no. Yeah. Oh, you definitely should do that. Yeah. So we might end up doing that, but you'll get it. You'll get it in the family text at some point. Okay. Right. Well, <laughs> if it's a change of plan. Def- well, you know, you got you got the toaster as long as the toaster's uh, cooking right. I mean, how's it been since it's been in the shop for its little tune-up? Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay. okay. Well, if you go to Florida, I have a feeling if you pass by New Orleans and go to Florida and then attempt to come back here, you're not going to come back here. So I mean, oh, I come know. on, no. Why would why that be? Why don't you why don't you come and just stay an extra week here? I mean, you're working from home anyway. You've got the toaster. You know that you have bed. We have a hard stop for March first. Wait, what? Yeah, the plans yeah. have changed now. <clears throat> what what's the plan? Uh, I'm starting. I'm going to start a new job. Oh. So um, yeah. So I we kind of have a hard stop. Oh wait! So you're gonna you're gonna like get off the road and not work from home, and you're gonna be in a, a no. It's still remote. It's oh, still a remote job. Okay. But um, 
Okay. So he needs to do training and stuff. Yeah. Maybe we'll get back on the road. I don't know. But <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to go not, back on the road either way. Yeah. All right. So next week, right now, either so. way, uh, if you like, are you planning to stop in here whether you stay or not? Or, or I mean, like, are you planning to pull up anchor mm-hmm. or drop anchor in New Orleans at all next week? We just don't know yet. Okay. If, we're, if we're going to Florida, then, I mean, it makes sense to stop because we have to go through there anyways, right. basically. Right. So we'll keep you posted. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I we hope to get you in the studio if you're here next week. I hope to have an official visit from Timothy yeah. and the Toaster. You know. That would be great. Catching up I'm on all the... I'm just a driver, so the, talk to Emily. <laughs> the missing pieces. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it always. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you next week. Somewhere, somehow. Okay? Thanks. Bye-bye. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. That's my niece Emily and her husband Tim, who have been traveling the country in their renovated '90s camper. They work from home, and they've been keeping us abreast of their adventures as they traverse this big, beautiful land of ours. You're listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. We are enjoying uh, our little broadcast to Rooney here downtown. It's very bright. Little on the cold side, but uh, not enough to worry about. Marianne is here, and, Hi. and uh, also with us, uh, heading out for the door now to uh, so as to uh, anyway. Uh, tell me the name again. I never get this right. Timely and the toaster. <laughs> that would be it. At Timely and yeah. the toaster, if you would mm-hmm. like to follow the adventures of my niece Emily and her husband Tim, at Timely and the toaster. Imagine. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, I was trying to, and I know I'm going to find this later when I don't need it. Yeah. But, um, and I realize this is a food show, but this is kind of an interesting world event. Mm-hmm. As of about 24 minutes ago, the United Kingdom became a sovereign nation again. They left EU in the very much ballyhooed Brexit. And so I thought since um, we have our own Slade rushing over there now, we would maybe talk to him in, on the occasion of that. But I can't find his number. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was thinking maybe we could talk about some, um, some British food just in honor of that. And if no one wants to call, that's totally fine, too. But I just wanted to throw that out there as our banana wafer, our banana pudding vanilla wafer dish of the day. (laughs) I, my own self, uh, do not eat a lot of British food. No. Except I do like, or at least I like to think that I like fish and chips. Hmm. Well, you can have all of mine. I know. And uh, yeah. we have an, an issue over here uh, on, on on my little sheet here uh, in which I have a section called The Saints. Today's the feast day of St. Geminian. Anybody know? Nope. Who's that? Uh, he's the patron saint of Modena, Italy, uh, uh, which is where the most uh, re- revered balsamic vinegar comes from. Yes. That's we it. pass through there, Tom. Yeah? Huh. I didn't know that. They they live in the fourth fourth century. They did at the time, you know. Yes. And and one other uh, things along this this line here. Sarma, Croatian. Do you know? Does that connect for anybody? 
Yes. Sarma? Yeah, Mary, Lee, Mary Lee was looking through her treasure trove of your old stuff. We're getting ready to reprint and put in a vintage newsletter. And so this really great stuff is going to be coming out again as a vintage product. But mm. she is <coughs> pouring through it and is absolutely riveted by it. And she was saying that there was an issue where you had exotic cuisines. Mm -hmm. And this was back in the 80s. And you classified Dragos as an exotic cuisine because of their Yugoslavian menu. <laughs> do you remember their Yugoslavian menu? That's I, what you're talking I, about I right now. I do very Swarma. well. That was my favorite yeah. item, too. What they, was it? Uh, they, they call it far. Pharma, F A R. Uh, no, I'm sorry, pharma. Sarma, Sarma, Sarma. Uh -huh. S A R R M A. Uh -huh. And this is something uh, down in the uh, Plaquemines Bayou. Uh -huh. uh, what am I saying? Uh, anyway, down on the Bayou there, uh, very popular because you know the, all oh, the Croatian, Croatian yeah, people. Right. Uh -huh. Anyway, uh, this is a dish that's made with some. Uh, comes with some pork. It starts off with that. There's some uh, sauerkraut in it. Uh, it's some chopped meats of various kinds. Oh, it's delicious. It's well, I really... love sauerkraut, and I love pork. That sounds more German. It, it, it we have does. A caller. Why don't we but, come back to this in a minute? Because I want to talk yeah, about some more right. about that Croatian menu. Uh, uh, let's, is it Eric, you said? Uh, yes. Eric Hi. is. Welcome. Oh, hey, Eric. My buddy, Eric. Has the, uh, has the steam stopped coming out of your ears yet? <laughs> Eric was one of the two people that I was with at uh, Dory's Metropolitan today. Oh. So what's your take on the burger? Um, so first thing I noticed was they said it was going to be cooked medium, right? You asked for it um, a little more well than medium. And uh, our buddy and I didn't really care. And then when you looked at it, his was the most well done. Um, yours was semi-close to medium, but mine was rare. Yeah. Well, you like you like yours. Uh, what do you? How I do. You do. Yeah, yeah. What when he said medium, um, I think that that medium is not bright pink. Bright pink is rare, in my opinion. It's, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So well, yeah, I and mean, it's interesting. Is, so that was inconsistent cooking. Um, I, I know you 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 were aggravated to the nth degree over the service. Um, but eventually you came to the, came to a little bit to your senses and understood that it was a pretty darn tasty burger. No, it was a tasty burger. It absolutely was. And it wasn't the service because I thought the service was fine. I mean, I actually thought he oh, yeah, was... Cooked, huh? I thought he was kind of beyond the call of duty with his constant updates. You know, the cheese is melting. The, you know, the burger's been yeah. put on the grill. The cheese is melting. They're picking the pickles out of the jar, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, and at a certain point, you can't rush the kitchen, and that was really the problem today. But you liked yeah. it. I thought it was good. What was the other cheese that was yeah. on it? It was gorgonzola. Oh, okay. Okay. So I There was no tomato either. You, there was, it was just bib lettuce, um, the it's, cheese. It's the blue, cheese, it's the blue cheese of, of, uh, of Italy. Well, I think they said Gouda, too. There were two cheeses on it. There were two. It was Gouda and, it was Gouda and gorgonzola, yeah. for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I thought I no I thought it was I thought it was quite tasty. They had the black garlic aioli, which was good, and and uh, 
And I didn't mind the marmalade, which I usually do. It was a good burger. There's no two ways about it. But um, but it, it was not it was not it was an annoying situation. I, I will agree with you on that. You know, so. I mean, okay. if, did you? I was, did just, you... Uh, I was just checking in to see if you'd gotten uh, a little calm down <laughs> and uh, had another glass of water and maybe you were. Uh, did you make it to your <laughs> next appointment? Because we all had to uh, get my, up. My wife, my wife took up pickup duty for me. So, oh, she did? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, all's well that ends well. And now we owe, uh, we owe him about six, six times to pick up the check to make up for this one lunch. So yeah. it's on us. Yeah. Five steak shacks equal that lunch. You're right. There you go. All right. Thanks steak for shack. calling. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. All right, y'all be good. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. We're going to have him come in and sit with us and just talk food opinions because he's got a lot of good food opinions, and I always enjoy talking to him about those. Okay, so back to the Croatian menu. Yeah. So sarma. Sarma. It's cabbage leaves, and they roll it up around a stuffing of chopped meats, savory vegetables in there, you know, a few little this is and oh, that's so rolled cabbage. Is it, is, it is, yeah, uh-huh. it is. Okay. And uh, the the mainstay of it though is the very center of it. It's sauerkraut, and you might eat this without actually noticing that that's what it is. But well, that I love is what sauerkraut. it is. Sauerkraut, and I like I like the way it tastes. Oh, all by it's itself. well. This is but, uh, but really good. What, did you say there's sour cream in it too? Sour cream. You said there's sour cream in it. Sour, wait. Or uh, sour cream or sauerkraut? Sour, sauerkraut. Okay, but not sour cream. Did I say cream? Well, I, I think you did at some point, but I'm, you also well, said I'm, sauerkraut. I, and sometimes sauerkraut and sour cream are on the same. Yeah, that shouldn't be how. Uh, yeah. uh, but that doesn't seem very good to me. No, it, okay, it doesn't. Okay, what were some but, of the other things that Ron Drago's exotic menu? Oh, they had uh, a good five to eight to ten uh, different dishes that they had been doing for ages. There's something that Tommy mm-hmm. really liked, and it was it was a specific... I bet you it was st- sarma. Uh, also, those no, sausages that they make. Oh, you like chavapchichi? Chavapchichi. Um, but no, Everybody was, loves that. There was something that was... It was kind of like a Croatian version of surf and turf. It was this and that, and I don't remember what the this was, and I don't remember what the that was. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's kind of... Uh, uh, kind, kind of, of a meat. little of this and a little of that. That's okay. Meat. Anyway, they had quite an extensive Croatian menu. And as, as I recall in the old days of Drago's, I mean, Drago's is such a different place than it was back then. I mean, it's yeah. kind of glamorous now. But at that time, it was um, it was more sort of homespun. Kind of, kind of exotic is how I felt about it. Well, and, I mean, and it had the word sort of exo- a homespun I, kind of environment. I, yeah, what back the, then. Now it's now it's it depends hip and on glamorous. who's who's home, who's glamour. That's I guess the difference. I guess. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's been around for a long time, and I do remember that there was. Did they even did they even have at one time two almost separate dining rooms where they were serving the Croatian menu in one and the seafood in yeah. another? Was that ever, or is that? Is my yeah, memory it, serving me badly? No, it's it. That's how it was, and there also, yeah, okay. uh, as part of that, <laughs> there was. Uh, you never knew what you were going to get uh, in each dish because it, it, it always had a home style aspect to it, and uh-huh. I you could never go there. I, I remember saying that in print uh, is that the the unite uh, uniquely uh, put together. 
part of that menu was how different it was from anything else, including other things of that kind. It yeah. was uh, very popular among the locals, especially the people who lived down in Plaquemines Parish, yeah. where everybody ate that nor- as normal goods. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was. It was. I remember oh, having it, it once or twice, and I thought it was good. Um, but you know, it was it was kind of exotic for me. But you know, I've always led a rather sheltered life. You? Yeah. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. You're listening to <laughs> WWL one o five point three FM HD two. Stay tuned. More of the food show. Uh, I was looking over some notes of uh, things that are going on around the city, and you found this one. I was I I saw it, but uh, it kind of came up. From the rear. Uh, anyway, uh, there is a, a Zinfandel Festival. It's not in this city. It's in San Francisco. No. Oh, okay. The Zinfandel Festival starts today. Oh, so it just happens to show up on this uh, list here. But anyway, it just says, in the mirror-like relationship between wine and human beings, Zinfandel owns uh, more reflective properties than any other grape. That's actually a pretty uh, good way of uh, putting it. Mm-hmm. Putting it exactly, because uh, uh, Zinfandel, they, the, they still don't quite know where that grape came from. Well, uh, it's big in California. It's isn't very it? big in California. Yeah, and it's got sort uh, of a fanatical fan base. Yeah, it, it certainly does. Uh, but uh, I don't remember even ever hearing anything about it until like the 80s. Yeah, it, was, uh, it really didn't get super popular until the, the uh, I'm going to say the 90s. And mm-hmm. beyond, maybe, uh-huh. and uh, and it also had. Uh, 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 it's actually a red grape, but a white it, wine. Yeah, isn't it? it's very red, very dark. But it, but it deep. becomes a white wine. Mm, not, no, it's not, not often. No, no that, uh, it's that a red can be wine. done that way, but uh, it's a red wine almost Isn't entirely. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, and. Um, Show how much I know. Okay. What? Show how much I know. <laughs> well, uh, the. Um, well, there's one other aspect of it, and that is uh, it has Australian connections yeah. as well, as uh, and a few other things that you don't expect, but it gives you tastes that you don't get any other time when you're having a glass of wine somewhere, big red wine. Uh, I like it pretty well. Do you like it? Uh, yeah, I like it pretty uh, pretty well. I, I, I get it if there's a big, big flavor, dark, dark color, a lot of fruit, a lot of backup uh, this is not so the kind of thing. So something that you would eat with red meat? With red meat. Uh-huh. Just a steak would be perfect uh-huh. with that. Or or anything like so that. So anything that you would eat with a red wine yeah. or even a dark wine, yeah. you would do with a Zinfandel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, uh, I'm not a Chardonnay fan at all. Do you like Chardonnay? Uh, Chardonnay, uh, I think there are certain things that Chardonnay is very well adapted to. That's uh, the same makings of what becomes Burgundy, white Burgundy. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Huh. It's, uh, you know, two sides. Uh, white have, Burgundy? I didn't even know there was a white Burgundy. Oh, yeah. It's also known as uh, Chablis. Chablis is a white. Oh, okay. It's uh, a, a white. Uh, Burgundy? Burgundy or, yeah, white uh-huh. Burgundy. There's That's what it is. Oh, I didn't realize that. You know, okay. you know, there's so much wine out there, and yes. I never get to the end of it, but it's sure fun uh, doing it. It's an endless subject. An endless subject, it's yes. endless subject, and I've decided there are other endless subjects that are a little newer in, uh, in fervor, I should say. What um, for, fur? <laughs> get it? <laughs> you, yeah. You'd have to look at it. Um, to get it. Coffee. Coffee. Cheese. 
Yeah, what about um, it? Chocolate, tea, mm-hmm. um, cocktails, beer, all of these things have become just, well, they're all essentially agricultural products. So there's a tremendous amount of variety and nuances in them. And so uh, there's an endless amount to learn about them. Oh, yeah, it's endless. But that's the fun part of it because you you really never get to the end of it. And if you're doing it to keep the price down, you know. I, I mean, it used to be uh, where, where wine people were pretty fanatical. And yeah. Then, oh, yeah. And then they certainly beer could. became something that you pair with food and that everybody mm-hmm. was making and that artisan breweries were coming up, microbreweries. And then the same is true of coffee now, though. Coffee is yeah. huge. Well, you know? you know, things could be worse. We might have to put up with the food that's only good enough for us to keep alive. You're right, you know, Tom. It is kind of cold in here. Yeah. Stephen is here. <sighs> if we want to see uh, what, what he's got. Go on. Here see. he is. Whoa. What is on Stephen's list the, today? The $21 hamburger that's scrap waste. What did I say? What do I always say, Stephen? I am a sucker. If you look in the dictionary under sucker, you will see me. And and what happened to the 30-minute lunch? Oh, well, this was a 30-minute lunch. <laughs> yeah, 30 times 3. It was a 30-minute lunch with uh, 45 minutes to an hour waiting. Actually, it was an hour. It was an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I hope you had a lot of good things to talk about. And what was the bun? Actually, the bun was good. I am not going to gainsay the burger. It was a good burger. And there will be a picture of it in nomenu.com tomorrow. But uh, it was just an appalling amount of waiting, I thought. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Okay, and I think when Kim Kimberly gets here, we need to get her a notebook so that when she calls in... She can make notes because then you tell her something and she forgets it <laughs> or doesn't get there because she doesn't remember the name. So I Actually, think she need... and I are texting, so she could just text me. But nobody yeah, uses went. notebooks anymore, Stephen. You're, you're dating yourself. You're carbon dating yourself, Stephen. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, but I, I get it done with a notebook. And you would, wouldn't believe how many people I know Four. that have computers. Four. That, Four. That, Four. Still Four. write stuff down. Stephen, you always manage to call at exactly the right time for Tom to be doing something that he needs that shot collar for. Shot collar. Yeah. No, shot. Or the cattle prod maybe is better. Because <laughs> you, you can go. get him from across the room with a cattle prod. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but you're always and, on the phone, Stephen, at exactly the right time that he does uh, that. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Also, I've decided that the best cheesesteak in town is Charlie's Steaks at Charlie's uh, Steakhouse? Lakeside Mall. No, Lakeside no? Mall. What is that? It's a it's a chain steak, but it's a Philly cheesesteak. That's basically what they have. But I mean, they have chicken cheesesteaks and that sort of stuff. So I mean, they do, and they actually serve a uh, cheesesteak for breakfast. Wow. So, uh, but their cheesesteaks are really what I would call a real Philadelphia cheesesteak. What, what's Great the name fun. of the place? Charlie's. 
Charlie's, so it's a brand new. Steak sandwich. I know yeah. they're not brand new. I know they've been there for over a year. Yeah. Oh. They're right what? next to Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A, okay. In the food at court the, at Lake. In the food uh, court, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, you are from that area, so yes, uh-huh. I assume that you know a great deal about Philly cheesesteaks. Yes. What What is your cheesesteak preference? And of the two across the street from each other, which do you prefer? Uh, I prefer the real cheese. I don't believe I don't like the cheese whiz. Okay, which uh, one? Which one does the cheese whiz? We're talking about Geno's. I don't remember which one. It's been it's been years since I've been up there. Okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, but cheese whiz is not you know. And I also like the wafer mitted steaks. I don't like these people that take sirloin and slice it really thin and do it from scratch. It's not it's not the same. Even though the mitted steak. Which is what we refer some one of the brands is called Midit that you buy to take home uh, is uh, you know it's a frozen product. Uh huh. Kind of like uh, Terry's roast beef. Yeah. Okay. And I also don't like everybody chops them up these days. I don't like them chopped up. You know, I, I own three places that we uh, three cheesesteak shops at one point. Mm-hmm. And people would come from 15 miles away from my sandwiches. They were so good at the time. And they, Where was that? In uh, Dover, Delaware. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. We also had one in Middletown, Delaware. Okay. So uh, they're only 25 miles apart. But, Stephen, what brought uh, you down here the, in the first place? I came down in the Coast Guard. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, and fell in love with New Orleans. You know, I come from a town of 2,500 people, so... Uh-huh. Coming to the big city was, you know, was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. The family's been trying to get me home for the last 40 years, but it just hasn't happened. Why Why go Today's back to the mother's... cold if you don't have to? Look how That's beautiful right. it is outside right now, you know. You know, and today is Mother's 93rd birthday. Oh, so. tell her happy birthday. Yeah. Is she know. in Florida or is she in Delaware? She's in Delaware, yeah. Okay. Is there anybody up there in Delaware that can take her out for her birthday? Well, my sister flew up from St. Croix. Oh, that's nice. Unannounced. Oh, that's nice. And they're sitting right now with five of her friends uh, having lunch. Well, good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Wonderful. What else is on your list, Stephen? That is it. Okay, back to cheesesteaks for for one quick question. Uh, Do you like Liberty cheesesteaks? Um, they're all right, but I have to instruct them on how to do it. Oh, okay. And and how to do that when I go in and say, hey, you know, don't do it this way. Put the bun on the grill. Warm the bun up a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, Charlie's actually toasts their their uh, their Italian bread, uh-huh. and their Italian bread is really good. I mean, it they. I well, don't Tom's know a huge fan it. of Italian bread. He prefers the. Poor boys at DiMartino's on the North Shore to any poor boy right now because he likes their Italian hoagie bread. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a difference. Uh, I call uh, French bread styrofoam. <laughs> yeah, that's about what it tastes like, too. Uh, and, it's not you know, very good right they now. Look, I have to say you're right. The Italian hoagie bun yep. and the poor boy look like the same thing. 
until you go to slice them. Yeah. And then you slice them. Yeah. And you fold it back, and the the French bread breaks. And well, the, I the I have no Italian uh, bread doesn't break. It stays together. Yeah, it's not good. I I have no choice but to say it's time for a visit with the chef. Yes, Stephen, we have to visit Chef Andrea. Thank chef you for Andrea, calling, Stephen. His own self. Chef Andrea was at the uh, big event that we attended a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no, a couple of days Last ago. Week, at the uh, New Orleans Wine and Food oh. Experience. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful. And he was there dowling out. What, what was that that you were giving people? Uh, you It looked like uh, that, had, uh, that ham uh, that comes from Italy the uh, that doesn't have... Spezzanata or something. N- no, it's... Spezzatina di vitello. Vitello. Spezzatina. Okay. Uh, Trevisana. Trevisana. Treviso. It's a wonderful region, not part of Italy. Uh, Trentino Alto Adige, Treviso is right in the area. They make some wonderful wine, and I made this beautiful white veal with all kinds of fresh vegetable and seasoning and uh, veal stock. And then I served over homemade fresh gnocchi pasta. Mm. And uh, parmesan cheese, fresh grated. Of course, I use only Reggiana, Parmigiana, Reggiana, I grated myself. I made the whole wheel. 78 pounds mm. uh, of whole wheel parmesan. It's aged between six months to a year. Mm. It's about uh, 950 a pound. Oh wow! Yeah, it's not and cheap. And it's worth it. And it's well, worth there's, it. there's there's no water in it to speak of. It's it's no, on, on the dry not. side, so it's not just stacking up with water. No, uh, it's aged. It's <clears> aged, Dom. Um, you know, as you yeah. know, you've been you've been in Parma. Parma oh yeah, yeah. You've been in Parma. Uh, San Daniele and, uh, is the one I I like even better. <laughs> Andrea, yeah, what is the difference in Grana Padana and Parmigiano Reggiano? It's a different age of the cheese and a different uh, milk. Uh, they do two different, different kinds. And uh, Grana Padana is a very wonderful cheese, which is also uh, very um, in a high side. Uh, and I buy the whole wheel also, too. And then uh, you have the... Uh, the king of the cheese in the world, you have Grana Padana. Mm. Grana Padana is a very different uh, milk uh, from cow, and it aged between six months to up to three to four years, maybe five years. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, uh, more older get better, better flavor, flavor and taste is going to get it. It's very delicate. You don't need to do anything. You just take a chunk and eat it. Yeah. A glass of wine. And this is absolutely mamma mia. Um, is that you? You prefer that to Parmigiano Reggiano? No, Parmigiano Reggiano is better than Grana Padana. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's more expensive. It's a double price. Um, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, almost like seventy-five percent expensive than Grana Padana. Parmigiano Reggiano right now, the Grana Padana uh, is uh, five twenty-five, and if you buy the um, the Parmigiano, the real. Off. It's about eleven, twelve dollars mm, a pound, okay. and mm. of course it depends also the store you go to. If you uh-huh. go to, uh, of course, uh, Zupardo's got a wonderful one. That's a great store. I love the new store, Zupardo, um, Dorniac, uh, several, several stores that do serve that. You know, uh, but uh, it, it's a really uh, grand, uh, the Parmigiano Reggiano. Uh, it's one of the best yeah. in the world. So, now, if we, uh, if we can dive in this uh, swimming pool over here, <laughs> I, I would uh, like to uh, ask you what you thought about the uh, event that the New Oh, Orleans... that was outstanding. That was the best. That was now, wonderful. Well, you well, know what got Rich me? You know, you, uh, there was something that they did that I thought was just brilliant. 
when at the end of the event, all of the chefs, now these are, you know, a lot of them were young people who were just getting yeah. started in the business. Wonderful. But Wonderful. then you had all the old timers like, uh, for example, you. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, but aside, but then again, I go there too. Uh, and all those chefs walk walking around the edges of that huge, huge uh, special uh, place where it gets the, the, this enormous number of chefs. The ballroom there. Yes. And uh, everybody was wearing a chef's hat. Correct. And about fifth, the professional you know, way. About uh, 10 feet tall, each one. The real and, thing. And they walked around the whole uh, uh, area and that was really impressive. I, well, I'm, I, glad. I'm glad you liked it. <clears throat> That's the way it's supposed to be Tom all the time. Uh, we are very professional. And, of course, you know, there's a master chef, CEC, and then regular executive chef. But I think all these executive chefs, they represent very well uh, the uh, um, wonderful Ella Burnett's uh, um, award for John Foles. John Foles deserves it. And uh, what a wonderful show. What a great, great ceremony was in French. Of course, I speak French yeah. like my mother language. And it was a beautiful ceremony, that uh, introduction to John Foles. And uh, what a great occasion. I was very yeah. proud to be there. Very, I like it to be there. So very, pretty very, amazing. Well, well done, done. Very well, well done. The food was outstanding. Um, you thought everybody so? Everybody <laughs> with the great, great dishes. And um, I enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it, too. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it was... Uh, uh, it was a unique uh, event, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see it again, I'm sure. Hey, oh, it's Chef Andrea. And I mean, he hasn't even gotten to what he's calling I was for. about to, to to push him <laughs> in that direction. Uh, he, he is open every night, lunch and dinner, seven days a week. There's brunch yeah. on Sunday. There's, do you still do Tom, breakfast? He hasn't, he hasn't yes. gotten to what he's uh, calling On weekends. And Don't forget, uh, Tom, Valentine's in the corner. Please yeah. make a reservation for Valentine's Day. And also, this Sunday, we have Super Bowl. Come first to Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful appetite, small plate. We'd love to have you. All kinds of wonderful stuff. And uh, tonight, of course, Bobby Hall is in the piano, Harry Blue, and the weekend. Lots of fun. Come and see us. Yeah, Love to have okay. You. Yeah. Uh, all this is at Andreas, right across Causeway Boulevard from Lakeside Mall. The telephone number is... 834-8583. My home is your home. Ciao, grazie. Ciao, Marianne. Ciao, and Bella. And there he Bye. goes. Um, Chef Andrea. It would have been worth it to go to to the big event, the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience event, a few days ago, just to see the chefs marching around. That was, I've never seen anything like that. It's the food show. Did he do? do goodness sake! Look what time it is. Hmm. Yeah. Things keep moving. You were were you trying to get me to do something? I was trying to get you to not run Andrea off because now we have oh. to start something completely new in three minutes. Oh well, we're certainly <laughs> able to do that. That's what I was trying I, to get you not I to don't do. Think but anyway, you were not be so bad. You did it anyway. Hmm. What? And we still haven't found uh, Mario Lanza, who that is, and Caruso. Doug, can you try to dig up that song? Drink, drink, dun 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 dun. No. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I could just tell when he was winding up. He was going to give me a one-word answer. No. Okay. Oh well. Fine, Doug. It it ought to be easy. I don't know why this. It, we have computers here in the in the room, but I can never get anything out of them. One of these days, we're going to figure out what that is. But uh, anyway, two six zero six three six eight. All right. So this yeah. is Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, is that it? Super Bowl weekend. Uh, Sunday is the Super Bowl. When do they When do they go crazy so we can avoid that? 
Yeah, you know, it's funny because when I was with the guys today for lunch, we were talking about the uh, LSU game. And both of these guys were LSU grads. And uh, one of them, whenever we would talk, he would sign off everything he wrote with G-E-A-U-X, Tigers, Go Tigers. Oh, and uh-huh. I just used to kind of chuckle thinking, man, come on, we've been out of there for 40 years. But I didn't realize what he was saying exactly. And it was part of that Go Tigers thing that everybody was doing. And I had missed the entire season. <laughs> and it was really too bad because it must have been just this unbelievable. In, well, it was an unbelievable 15-0 season Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, it was a once in a lifetime kind of thing. So I missed the whole thing. And he said. He said to me today, you know, you sound like your husband now. And I said, oh, my gosh, I, I definitely want to make it clear that I'm not oh. like my husband. Oh, but I, I'm much more so interested. Wonderful. I'm much more interested in it than he is, but maybe not quite as interested in it as you are. So um, but I am I will be kind of tuning in and out probably more in to the Super Bowl. So. Um, go Chiefs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.